Welcome back to the episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickenich, Eric Johnson, Zach Riley, Tyler dies here on a Tuesday. We have another uh, segment of Shining Stars to get to. But before we get to that, I want to talk about what is happening in Major League Baseball. Uh, the new substance ban that comes with having sticky substances on the baseball. It's a 10-day suspension. Yep. N- more than that, it's a 10-day paid suspension. You don't even lose any salary for cheating. It's a hell of a thing. It's about as much as a slap on the wrist. It's the equivalent of a $5,000 fine for trying to rip our Timmy Panarin's head off in the NHL. It's that equivalent. What's to prevent me from doing that? It's a 10-day paid vacation. If you're a starting pitcher and it happens to you, you you miss, what, two starts? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Still, you don't want to miss any starts if you're, especially if you're a player trying to prove yourself. Yeah, Who's... but how often are they like checking that? Exactly, that's they're, the they're they're having the umps check in on it every game now when they're leaving the game when they're leaving the mound and shit. So so, the MLB they want they they're having that is meaningless until they start doing it. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're going to start because they've it. been telling me they've been cracking down on it for the past ten years and they're not. They have not been. No. They've they've cracked down more this year than they have in 10 years. I wouldn't even really say they've cracked down this year. Nobody's been suspended. They took Trevor Bauer's ball that one time and like sent it away for exam and and nothing came of it. They they did it with Michael Pineda. Michael Pineda twice. Yeah. He always uses shit. (laughs) That was tough. That was tough for Michael Pineda, but who's first, who do they make the example out of? Garrett because I guarantee you, it's not. It, it can't be a uh, an ace. It can't be a big name. It's not going to be. You don't think it's going to be Trevor Bauer? It's not going to be Bauer. It's not going to be Cole. I could see someone on the Giants getting nailed. No, it, they'll, they'll take like a team not doing well, and they'll take a pitcher to make an example out of Miami. But it, sure, <laughs> it's going to be Miami. Some guy in Miami. But if you make an example out of a big name right off the bat. First, you know, there, there, people are just, there's going to be an uproar. Yeah. Because nobody believes they're going to do it until they actually do it. I'm also, sitting here telling you, I see the rule change. I don't believe they're going to do a damn thing. Also worth noting. So spider tack is the name of the substance. I looked on Amazon. You can get it for like 50 bucks. It's not yeah. it's next to. Oh nothing. yeah. Yeah. Cause it's used for power lifters. I, I don't know, but I, I said to a friend of mine, I said, look, if it's only 20 bucks, what's to prevent me from using that in like high school baseball? Honestly, exactly. it's not illegal. I wish I used it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Probably could have gotten a, probably severely improved your game. Zach would have been throwing 70 mile an hour heaters down the middle. No, I'd be, I'd be throwing some nasty curves and sliders and not throwing <laughs> fastball. That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> I'd be, be throwing to find a, a slider that starts at someone's head and goes all the way to the other side. And I'd be an ace. Zachary Rivera right there. It's also going to be interesting to see when they do nail somebody, what that player's response is to it. Does he own up? Does he deny? Can you appeal? You're probably right. definitely going to be able to appeal. And they'll probably send the baseball away like they did Pineda, which I don't Pineda, see. 
Pineda was easy. Pineda, there was no sending of baseballs away. Pineda, no. it was it was on his neck. No, and I, the remember guy, that and I remember the umpire just touched his neck went like this and just tossed him right out of the game. <laughs> that was in Tampa. I remember that. That was awesome. I was watching I was that game. <laughs> and then he got nailed a second time after he'd left in Minnesota. Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you you're already on the hit list. Why, why why are you going out there and doing it again? Wanted Michael Pineda. I dude, this is just it, it all looks like it's just theater, you know? It looks yeah. like nothing's going to come of this. It's just, hey, look, we're making changes, but then nothing happens. A lot of they players, nail one or two lowered lowered name players that nobody yeah. cares about if they miss 10 days. A lot of hitters in the league are okay with them using it. It's not even starting right away. It's starting in like a week. Yeah. I think it starts July 1st or something And you see uh, pitchers, their RPMs have gone down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On their pitches. And since Donaldson said that thing about Garrett Cole, everybody's like. Scared to do it. And then Cole (laughs) made Donaldson look silly at the plate. Yeah, struck about twice. But, I mean, this is. Having substance on a baseball is something that's been happening for 150 years. Yeah. It is as they, simple as that. And, and you can go to stop now already. because of a 10-day suspension when in prior instances, like in the Michael Pineda <laughs> incident, he got suspended like 40, 50 games. Yeah. Nothing's going to change now. Again, importantly, a paid suspension. You're not losing anything. No. That's insane. And if you're a team down the stretch, like, and you're already like comfortably in a playoff spot, that's just 10 days of rest. It's as yeah. simple as that. But this isn't going to stop anybody. No, it's unless they start actually actively checking. Unless they suspend Cole and Bauer in the same day, nobody's going to stop. Yeah. That's why I feel like it should be a big name player first. <laughs> It's going to evolve. They're going to find new ways. Yeah. They always do. It, wh- who was it? Now, I'm going back a long time. I think I'm going back like 80s or 90s. Was it Phil Necro who had the nail file yeah. in his back pocket and the umpires went out <laughs> to examine what he had in his pockets and went to examine the baseball and he went like this and just kind of threw the nail file? And then everybody's there looking at the nail file on the ground. He's like, I don't know what that is. I don't know where that came from. He's caught on camera, literally taking it and throwing it. It really tossed. Yeah. And it's just like, get out. No suspension or anything that followed. Just get out. They didn't give a fuck back then. They should go back to not caring. Who cares? Who cares? I think they should lower the mound and then who cares if they have sticky tack or whatever. Like it's, it's I feel the same way about steroids. No, Who that's cares? different. Is it How though? How is it different? How? It's the same thing. It's you're not injecting yourself with shit to get stronger. You're just okay. Being, you're getting a better grip. That's all it is. But if, anything, right. if anything, the substance on the ball is worse than steroids because it is directly altering the play of the game. Yeah. Where steroids either, is not. Either both steroids are allowed or none, neither are allowed. No, that's true. Right. So I think let them all get juiced up. Let the pitchers have as much shit on their hands as they want. And let's see who's better. The juiced up roid heads who are going to smash the ball out of the park or the pitchers with all that sticky shit on their hands. 
I think we would just be kind of where we are now. Yeah. Where it's either strikeout or home run. Yeah. But in, instead of like wall scraping home runs, every home run is going to be like 480 feet. <laughs> Which granted, I love 480 foot home runs. <laughs> there you go. Let's do it. You think That's Shohei uses anything? Like, I doubt it. Sub- substance on the baseball? No. I don't think so. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. No. Because the thought is like 90% of pitchers use it. Yeah. I think any pitcher that we know know the name of uses the substance. doesn't use it. Yeah. Okay, Zach. All the Mets players attested to it. Okay. What do you want him to say? (laughs) Right. He yeah, definitely no, doesn't he use anything. Every game. Why, why yeah. does he definitely not use anything? Because he's an animal. That to me. He's okay. an animal. All right. Yep. Right. So you're looking at him having the lowest ERA through 10 games ever. Yeah, because he's the history a of recorded baseball. And you're telling me that there are no substances involved? Yes. I don't believe it. All right. You don't <laughs> tell have me this is tell me there's a, like a zero percent chance he's ever used anything. <laughs> Ever used any anything? No, but he's not using them right now. Can you prove that? Nineteen eighteen is when oh, they started keeping this record. But I I believe in him. That you think Matt Harvey that one year was using something? Without yes, a doubt, definitely. Yeah, he's never he's been definitely. Right? He's never been the same since. But that's also <laughs> partially to the injury. I think I think I, I said ninety percent a second ago. That seems too low. It really does. It seems way higher than 90%. Yeah, but I'm sure for pitching, I'm sure Shohei uses the sticky stuff. Oh, pop I feel like every yeah, every pitcher has to. I every I like every pitcher they all do it. They don't have you're, to. you're only saying DeGrom doesn't because you're an absolute homer. It's as simple as that. <laughs> I, I have if DeGrom was doing this on the Phillies. You would be screaming from the mountaintop saying he's cheating. It's as simple as that. No. I, no. Okay. It wouldn't change my eyes on him either way. So, D- Does any Mets pitcher use any substance? I'm sure Stroman might. Okay. What, why? Why him? I don't know. He's just all off-speed stuff. What about Diaz? Ooh. That's if he doesn't, he should probably start. Man. Yeah, I, I would say because of this past year or two, no, because he just sucks. He can't he can't get that slider loan away. But although this year he has, but been. but hell, he'll keep trying. Yeah, he'll keep trying because he'll <laughs> keep, keep up trying. Listen, Henry Mejia was the guy. Oh man, <laughs> he got suspended twice too. No, he got suspended three times. He's on the oh, band list. Guy ain't got banned. <laughs> I think I think it really starts to become a problem if one day the guy ever has so much stuff on the baseball that a guy goes to bunt and the ball just sticks right to the bat. That's when we that, know we have a problem. Yeah. That would be something though. Could you imagine that? Guy just takes the bat and flings it fair. <laughs> the ball's out there, so like what what do you want it? me to do? What do you want me to do about it? They all do something. All of them. Sorry, Zach. All of them. Every single one. I don't know. Something. Yeah. something. I don't, maybe it's not. The pitchers use something. Maybe it's not as blatant as Garrett Cole on the brim of his hat. Yeah. Something, though. Everybody or, does something. Or the all of a sudden change in Trevor Bauer's RPMs within like seven games. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to tell pitchers, too, like you can't wear sunscreen or something. 
<laughs> burn. Yeah, burn can't. the sun. Burn. Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry, Clayton Kershaw. You can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's 105 in Los Angeles today, and you're playing a one o'clock game. Burn. Yeah. Sorry, you Darvish and Blake Snell. Yeah. No, that's not. It's not gonna happen. They can't. <laughs> you telling like... me Degrom's never put sunscreen on and just been like. Oh look! All right, this, uh, let me, let me, doing let me something. have my my guy. All right, I don't want to believe that he does anything. I don't think he does. I think he's just really good at what he does. How about the Mets players too? Like you said a second ago, all of them coming to Jacob Degrom's defense on Twitter. Yeah. Like they you were legit. Like people were legitimately expecting them to come out and say, "No, he does use substances." James McCann <laughs> said that if he actually used it, you wouldn't be able to foul tip the ball. <laughs> Just absolutely, absolutely. All right, I propose a test. Then we let him sit there and throw a couple pitches, and then put some sticky shit on the ball and have him throw a couple more pitches. And if I would the pitches are that, that much nastier, then we know he's using the substance. He's not. They're the that. same. I would love to see that. That would be pretty cool, honestly. Do it at the All Star <laughs> game. <laughs> That's a good. The All Star game should the All and All Star game should stand for all substances. Yes. Yes. Just give them everything, steroids, whatever. Everything for one game. Horse game. They well, should have horse bats, uh, bats again. I'm hyped for the home run derby, though. Yeah, that's going to be good. Also, in Colorado, Colorado, right? Yeah. yeah. You're going to get a lot of big home runs. I hope we get none. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I'm in favor because the all star game, it, it's meaningless and everything. I like. I like when. Rounders. I liked when all All Star Weekend it used to like lead up to that big game, that meant something. It had to do with you know positioning in the playoffs or positioning in the World Series, home home field advantage. And it felt like everything else was just a lead up and to something that mattered. Now it's just nothing matters that whole weekend. I am so in favor of having a separate home run derby solely for pitchers. I would love to I want to see pitchers go up there and hit nukes. That's what I want. So if so we were fielding see Shohei Otani run away with it then. Well no, he's not eligible. Sorry, he can't go. Yeah. Sorry. No, he, he's <laughs> he not allowed. probably have a certain amount of at bats a year. Yeah. Let's say uh you're eligible if you've pitched a certain amount of innings, let's be let's say like 15 innings and played you know, zero games in either designated hitter or fielding position. Like that's that's the that's the thing. So Shohei's out because yeah. of that. So let's 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 go with let's, let's try to let's find four guys around the league because I think it'd be hard to find the normal eight. Yeah, no. let's find four guys. So it's Degrom. Degrom's one of them. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Bumgarner's one of them. I think Bumgarner's one of them too. He has a couple. He has a couple homers. Then it starts to get interesting. Who three would be? Yeah. I could, you could even, I mean, he's injured, but Syndergaard hits home runs. He's has, he's has three, I think. What's, What's the Bartolo? all time? What's Bartolo doing? Give him a call. He's playing in the Mexican league. He just, he he actually just had a complete, complete game. game a complete game yeah. with two strikeouts. Yeah. Which is insane. Someone has all right. To... Most home runs among active pitchers. Let's see. Let's see what we can find here. Shohei's going to be at the top. It's Madison Bumgarner. 
Bumgarner has 19. Yep. Yeah. It's been the league a while. He, he was really good at heading uh, back in like 2008 or something like whatever he started. But So Bumgarner's got 19. Adam Wainwright has 10. Wow. Zach Greinke has 9. Jake Arrieta has 6. Mike Leak has 6. Noah Syndergaard has 6. Michael Lorenzen has four home runs as a pitcher, but's hit seven in his career. Three home runs were as a pinch hitter. What the hell is Michael Lorenzen? What what is that? Who's putting a pitcher up there as pinch hitter? How bad was Cincinnati? Oh my. Pretty bad, probably. And then Steven Strasburg has four. I was gonna say Strasburg. So but some you, pitchers you got to remember are American League exclusive and just don't have the right to, you know. Don't so if you take if if you took eight, Degrom because Zach wants Degrom, and he has an insane Everybody average this year. Granted, DeGrom. granted, none of that oh. is uh, any power behind it, behind it. So Please you got Bumgarner, Wainwright, Granky, Arietta, Mike Leake, and Noah Syndergaard. And we'll throw Steven Strasburg in there, and we'll have a home run derby among the pitchers. We I should have it at, like, Ballpark of America in Cincinnati, it being the shortest outfield. I was going to say, like, if you put it in a normal MLB park, you're just now making a less exciting home run derby. <laughs> That's all it is. Are you, though? Yes. I don't think. I think there's that... more hype behind a pitcher hitting one home run in a home run derby then John Carlos Stanton going up there and hitting 15. I don't know. Who's going to be in the home run derby this year? Have they said anything like that yet? They haven't said. Because I imagine Vlad's one of them. Probably. Pitchers, uh, players are starting to like shy away from it. They don't, they don't want care to. that much to compete in it. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Well, that's, because of the, that's because of the hitting slump that comes after it. The Aaron Judge hitting slump that one year? Yeah. When the uh, home run derby was in Miami. Mm -hmm. But Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and those Toronto Blue Jays, those young upstart Toronto Blue Jays are on a tear. They're hitting the shit out of the ball. It's as simple as that. Vlad Uh, hit over the green monster the other night, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Biggio, Bichette, and uh, Guerrero Jr. all hit home runs in the same game for the first time in their careers, and then they did it for the second time the next day against the Red Sox. That's insane. The, the Blue Jays hit eight home runs in that one game against the Red Sox. They, they put 18 on the Red Sox, who aren't a bad team this year by any means. That's insane. So, the, Tony, another update in your Aaron Boone situation. I know you, again, after last week, uh, somebody asked Cashman if, Aaron Boone's the right manager for the Yankees. The quote was, we made this bed. We're going to sleep in it. We're in this together. Okay. I like that answer more than him saying yes blatantly. You know? Because it's leaving the door open. It does. It doesn't completely shut the door on firing Aaron Boone. But if he would have said, yeah, that's the guy, I would have been like, okay, he's here for the rest of the year. Great. Awesome. If anything, it kind of casts 
like a little bit of shade at Aaron Boone. It's like, well, we made our beds and now we have to sleep in them. Like, like this hasn't gone up. great, but we're we accepting it, it at the moment. Great. So here's here's a story. Vince Wolfer's son was arrested for allegedly stealing his father's two Super Bowl rings. Hmm. That's tough. That's a That's a tough that's that's a tough scenario. His bond was set at $300,000 after he was arrested on May 22nd, although Ferguson noted he is no longer listed in custody at the jail. Oh, man. Um, I, I mean, stealing your father's Super Bowl rings. That is dastardly. <laughs> you know? That's just terrible. It's as simple as that. How do you do that? Why do you do that? Uh, yeah, that's, that's not cool. Financial I mean, motive, money. I would assume. Yeah. But, like, still. Why? Or he was just, like, holding him, and his dad walked in and was like, whoa, you're stealing my rings, and now he's in jail. I feel like if he, if he walked in and, his, and he's stealing him, goes like, whoa, you're stealing them. I don't think that one results in jail. No. You think you I, think he made it away with the rings? Yeah, and they reported stolen, and then found on him. Like he probably tried to like sell them or something, and somebody grew wise. And somebody was like, "Hey, to the ruse. Hey, these aren't minute. yours. Aren't those your dad's?" That that's a that's a crazy story. That's a wild. I also think he could have just like waited. Like, you want those rings. It's your dad, man. Like, just hang out. Wait a couple of years. That popped up. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Do you oh, finally yeah. get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but that's a hell of an assumption. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, you might wait a while, but you're going to get them eventually. Yeah, but if you need this fast cash now. Your dad won two Super Bowls, I think you can go to him and be like, yo, dad, listen, I'm in a cash. tight spot. I need some cash. And he'll be like, no problem, son. I got you. Now, if that conversation had already happened and the guy was like, man, you're however old you are. I don't know how old the son is. You know, I'm going to pretend he's a 30-year-old man for this scenario. You're a 30-year-old man. Get your life together. Get out there and get a job if you need money. And then he steals so, the Super Bowl rings. That's a different story. That guy deserves to go to jail. Get out of here. It's tough. That's a tough scenario all around, really. It's really rough. Really awkward. Eric, real (laughs) quick, I want to talk here about your 76ers. Uh, They dropped game four last night. The series is 2-2. I'm on the top. uh, Heading back to Philly. Because I was not happy about the results. No, no, I saw it from your Twitter. Uh, I was watching the Golden Knights game, so I I didn't see it. I saw your tweet, and you were like, man, if we lose this game or something. And I'm like, huh, I wonder what the score is. And I checked, and it was 103-100. I'm like, oh, they, they lost. Yeah, it wasn't great. Are you worried heading into game five here? I'm worried if we lose game five. That's I'm when not, the doubt not, starts to I'm, set in. I'm not worried. If, if we were on the road for, if we didn't have home court, I'd be worried. 
but you have em- home court coming if back. Em- if Embiid's injury is a little bit not as favorable, and those numbers, those um, what is it? The the results come back, and it's like, oh, he might have to sit a game. Then I'm worried. But right now, and he was not shooting well yesterday. I still think he no, was hard. And, and the big thing, you know, you focus in. What do you go 0 for 12 from the field in the second half? Oh, it was awful from the second half. Yeah, and you, and you focus in. Yeah, he could have went like 0 for 11 leading up into that last shot. But mm-hmm. if he would have made it, all would have been forgiven for that second half. Yeah. But he misses that layup to put him up. Uh, what is it? 101, 100. Yeah. I also didn't. Or 102, think he 101 take, at the time. I also didn't think he should have taken that last shot. I saw Shake Milton from behind the arc. With a pretty decent right shot, there. and I'm like, it's a goat right there. But it's that thing, man. If you're the star player on a team, you're the guy taking that shot. You know. Yeah. At Bruce Brown, even though, even though, <laughs> even though it, it might not be the best decision, yeah. I, I was worried for you guys from the start because I saw that video of Ben Simmons warming up pregame, yeah. uh, where he was taking out uh, five, five, eight, five, seven footers, and he didn't make a single one. He was just banging them off the back iron, and it's like, okay, cool, you guys are really Hawks, settled in. Hawks are doing hack of Ben, <laughs> and I will say this: this Makes is the sense. first game of the Sixers playoff run so far. Now, let me say this: I do think we're winning the series. Whether it's six or seven, I don't know. I think we're winning. You hope? I hope. <laughs> is that a bad luck? This is what I said about Doc Rivers' playoff history coming back to haunt him. Um, but yeah, I like I said, I think we take it. And I hope Danny Green gets healthy. But this is the first game so far of this playoff run where I thought the 76ers lost the game and they were the better team. And that's against Atlanta. Hawks deserve that win. That's concerning because that's usually when, you know, spirits can get crushed. Yeah. Like, man, we put our best effort in this game and we were the, clearly the better team and it wasn't enough. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, we, we move on. Am I upset that we lost the one? Yeah. That one's upsetting because if we lose this series in seven, it is going to that, – that one game is going to be on the minds of Philadelphia – for a while, as I see a report that says Doc Rivers is not concerned about Embiid. I would be considering what I saw in the second half, but, you know, I'm not going to make excuses, say this is why we lost. We lost because, you know, we screwed up on our own. It was Joel a self wound. Questionable for game five, officially. Yeah. yeah. James Harden was doubtful as early as this morning, and he's playing today. Yeah, the- I got the notification this morning about James Harden and he was upgraded to doubtful, which is a hell of a statement, a hell of a statement being upgraded to doubtful. No. And now he plans on playing barring a setback. Uh, So the question is out there is a banged up James Harden and Kevin Durant enough to take down Giannis and Chris Middleton. Now that they're rolling, you know? No, because I don't think Harden gets past the first quarter. You don't think he has a, I don't, don't think he's I, healthy I think, enough to do so. I think I think they Steve Nash realized like, hey, it's not worth it, and pulls him out. I think this is a risky move. I understand that. I understand that now, thought process. Well, here's the thing: now you're risking long term health, and this is not Game Seven. You you are not going to be eliminated. The Nets are playing two days from now, no matter what. Uh yeah. But if you lose this game, heading back to Milwaukee, it's the type of thing where you're looking and go, you got to play perfect in game six. I mean, I'll say this. The Nets 
once the Lakers were done, the Nets seemed to be handed the title on a silver platter. It was theirs to lose, right? You don't agree with that? Yeah. So if they lose in the second round. I don't know, man. The Suns look deadly right now. The the Suns, man, the Suns are good. Suns are good. Yeah, I think they could give Brooklyn, even a healthy Brooklyn, a run for their money, the way they're playing Um, right now. Well, here's the thing. The conference finals is that, you know, the white elephant for Chris Paul. Can't get past there. Yeah, and the way the, uh, the Jazz are playing when, you know, Donovan Mitchell is on the court and the way the Clippers are playing, especially in these last two games, <laughs> they're a tough team to beat. It's Even if you're the Suns and you're rolling, you just got through the Nuggets and the MVP. It's, it's tough, you know? It's anybody's Western Conference. It's going to yeah. be interesting. It's just who would have thought the Suns? Like of all teams. Before the, the season? Oh, uh, Yeah. Well, no, so not much before more- the season, before the bubble. Mm-hmm. Even before the season, really. I mean, you look at their odds before the season started to win the championship. What did you say? It was Eric plus sixty five hundred plus plus six five hundred. Yeah, so that means to win the Western Conference, probably hanging around plus three thousand. Nobody was giving 40, a chance. 4, yeah, you know, you usually see where a team's chances lie in the odds makers and where they see it, because they, for some reason, usually have the best grasp on what's going on. There was no respect there. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know if in a seven-game series with Utah having home court advantage, I'm not sure if I'd even favor him in that series going into Game One. I got a lot of faith in Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, but they definitely it, you can't disrespect them. And going into next year, there's going to be a lot of eyes on because I do think I I as much as I think they could compete if they do run in if they were running into a healthy Nets team in the finals with a healthy hard and healthy Kyrie and KD. I don't think they win that series. I think they would need one more piece really to compete. But in this year, I think they would compete with Milwaukee. I think they would lose to a Milwaukee in seven. They compete with us. I think they would compete with the Sixers. They definitely beat the Hawks. I think they would, the banged up nets. I think they beat the banged up nets. I think we're, I'm, and I'm not trying to pump my own team here, but I think we're on par with, with, um, Phoenix when healthy it'd when be a good series it'd be, be a good fun. series no doubt yeah it's just former assistant can you do, coach, this, can you do this on a year-to-year basis because you don't know how much Chris Paul is left in the tank you really don't he's getting up there in age and he's a free adding agent. one more piece would be beneficial for that team now and in the long term you know Chris Paul Chris Paul's a free agent too yeah After and I year. know that there's a lot of Knicks fans that have their eyes on him going into this offseason hoping for maybe a replicated performance of what he's doing in Phoenix so Trevor Bauer just tweeted about the new MLB rules. What do you say? Oh, what did he have to say? Quote, save it with the competitive integrity bullshit at MLB. All you care about is the bottom line of the business. That's facts. Not wrong. Well, I mean, yeah, I. what do you want? Yeah. So, Trevor Bauer slowly finding out that it's not all about him. Yeah. Uh, so, even in the second biggest market in baseball. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, Le'Veon Bell and his quotes that leaked. Oh. 
What did he oh, say? It, I mean, Le'Veon Bell doing a great job of never wanting to play in the National Football League again, saying that uh, he doesn't, he would, he wouldn't, he'd rather retire than return to KC because he doesn't want to play for Andy Reid. What? Andy Reid has had his reach. I would say out of the 32 NFL franchises, there is a guy in the in a franchise that worked under Andy, Andy Reid and probably 22 of them. And I, I don't think that's a stretch by any means. That's how you get yourself off of a roster, off of potential target lists and teams by going out and slandering the one of the top head coaches we've had in the league in the last 20 years. Surefire Hall of Famer. Why wouldn't he want to be on that team? They are a championship-winning team for the next five to ten years. It's, that's... Well, I mean, Patrick Mahomes will do that. Right. Yeah. And, and somebody asked Le'Veon, he, he goes, I regret coming out and saying it, but I don't regret my feelings. Yeah. And I love Tyron Matthew, who, big Andy Reid guy, got to be when you're his starting safety, his, his Pro Bowl safety. He's like, man, some people just like to complain and blame other people and not blame it on themselves. And then he finished it with, I'm built different, which I love. I love that from Tyron Matthew. The honey badger gives no shit. He takes no shit. I love Tyron Matthew. I love him going out there and stand up for his head coach. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised a few more players didn't do it. A lot of former players did. And they, they were like, man, I would love to play for the Chiefs right now. I'd love to play for Andy Reid. Yeah. Players who have been out of the league four, five, six years saying that now I'm surprised some active players. I'm surprised he didn't get anything from Travis Kelsey about because he seems like the type of guy who go out there and defend Andy Reed to, to the last day. Yeah. But don't be surprised if Le'Veon Bell never plays in this league again. Comments like that will do you in. We'll put you on blacklists. And yeah, I think he's only saying that because he was the RB three there. You come into a situation late. What do you expect? You don't have that type of skill that transcends the playbook. Where you were Not anymore, at least. You were struggling with the Jets. Yeah. He also no, hasn't like committed to a team since he got in the league. So no. I, I really don't know what he was expecting out of that KC experience. I also think if he won the championship this year, he wouldn't be saying this. No, definitely not. No. So last week we introduced Shining Stars. We did New York. We listed our top 10 stars in the New York market. Today we are doing the Los Angeles market. <laughs> Eric, I know you've been excited waiting for this one. We all yeah, have. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is one I've been been waiting for. We This is one me and Tony have not done trial no. ones for. No. So this is brand new for both of us. So, Eric, do you want to write it down or do you want me to? Uh, you can, since you got your comfortable chair. I do. Well, it's not my comfortable chair. It is the chair that I needed for this. I tried doing it in my recliner, tried doing the podcast in my recliner, and that was a no go. No. So let me pull up the list. Uh, we have our Los Angeles shining stars and we'll start with Eric. And I'm pretty sure our number one is going to be universal. Maybe not for Zach because Zach's list was awful, uh, for New York. (laughs) So we'll start off with Eric. Eric, what do you think? Who's number one in your eyes? First of all, I got I got listeners texting me after that episode saying, "What was Zach thinking with some of the names on there?" <laughs> uh, my first like star is Brian Burns. 
So Eric has LeBron James at the top of his list. I also have LeBron James. I mean, it's the type Same. of star who transcends sports. Uh, so yeah, LeBron James and Trish, you said same. Yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. on. There's, there's, uh, two people that have not been in a space jam movie. One is Michael Jordan. The other is LeBron. James. That means not, not true. That <laughs> not means true. Patrick Ewing was two, in two to star. Sorry. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Two to All star. Right. Thank you for clarifying. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was probably the best athlete to star in a movie, though. Yeah. Oh, are you counting his role in Airplane as yeah, Roger Murdoch? Wait, wait, wait. He's not. No. He's, he's not the who's star the best? of that movie. The best is O.J. Simpson. <laughs> in Naked Gun, right? In the Naked Gun movies. Again, that's not a starring role. It's, he's it's a cameo. He's not Richard a cameo. Pe- he's a main character yeah. in the films. No, okay. he's number two on the list. When when Bernard Gilkey got taken away by the UFO in Men in Black, that was a cameo. He's only behind in the credits. That's he's fair. only behind Leslie Nielsen. On oh, the first one, he wasn't in it that much, was he? In all, no, he's in all three a decent amount. Eh. Okay, I didn't think he was in him that much. He was going to have such a good career. Then you know, and then <laughs> yeah. And then he did that thing. I mean, Richard yeah. Petty was the king in Cars. Then he that that is an all time role. Yeah, that yeah. Is that's all time because he's basically yeah. playing himself. Yeah, in car version, <laughs> which is which is I awesome. Mean, that's, that's a flex. Zach, who's your number one in Los Angeles? Fuck LeBron, Kawhi uh, Leonard. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's a respectable well. answer, at least. <laughs> Kawhi's my number two. He's my number two as well. Oh, my number two is going to piss you off then. Who's your two? <laughs> my two is uh, Anthony Davis. There's an argument to be made for that. Yeah. That brow. That brow is just so recognizable. I mean, playing in the purple and gold. Always. Yeah. Zach, who's your two? I'm just going to – LeBron's not going to be on my list. I'm going to go AD. <laughs> okay. Guy flops too much. That's the reason he's not a star in your Yeah. <laughs> my three is uh my three is Mike Trout of the Ooh. Los Angeles Angels. Eric. My number three is also a baseball player. It's not Mike Trout. You got Kershaw? I have Albert Pujols. Ooh. All right. That's a good one. Okay. Of the Dodgers. Yeah, now of the Dodgers, formerly of the Angels. Zach? I'm going Anthony Rendon. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Why? Uh, wow. Okay. Trish? This is where I'm putting Kawhi. Uh, okay. Eric, who's your four? My number four is Paul George. Paul George. Okay. Uh, this is where I have Clayton Kershaw. Did you know that uh, – did, were you aware that him and Matt Stafford played uh, Little League Baseball together? Yeah. Really? Did you know that? Really? Did, did, yeah. yeah. Every single Lions primetime game in the last five years, they brought up that fact. Like, it was new every single time they said it. And now – It was not. Matt Stafford, who's on my list eventually, by the way, um, is good. he's in L.A. And now you're going to see that. Every Rams game. Yeah. 
going to be, especially when they pan to Clayton Kershaw in the crowd. <laughs> Trish, who's your four? friends? Uh, my four will probably be Paul George, too. I'm upset I haven't put a baseball player on this list, but I just feel like basketball is so dominant. Zach? This is where I go Mike Trout. <laughs> you have Anthony Rendon as more as more of a star than Mike Trout. That's Listen, ideally I should have just switched those two, but Yep. Ideally you should have. Five. Eric there's, five. Zach, there's some redemption for you, by the way. You can. Still time to. There's plenty of time. Well, we're all good. Eric number five, five is Anthony Davis. That is also my five. Number two on the Lakers. And that's who Trish had two on his list. I, I, you can slot him anywhere between two and probably seven, I would say. Trish, who's your five? My five will be Mike Trout. I mean, pretty much the best player in baseball. Zach, who's your five? Shohei Otani. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that one. He, he I, I, I'm that's pretty sure he's on my list. He's on my list. He's going to be on my list, but he's going to be lower. Eric, who's your six? This is where you have Mike Trout. This is where I have Paul George. Trish? Number six. I'm trying to think of more. I, I guess I can go Shohei here. I thought I was going to put him further down, but. I'm just racking my brain for people now. Zach? Uh, I'm going to go Kershaw here. Clayton Kershaw. All right, Eric, who's your seven? Now we should at least get you know, a little bit more open. I think. Seven's Clayton Kershaw. Okay, that's your seven. Okay. My seven. My seven is Aaron Donald. Trish, who's your seven? I was going to go football, but I was going to go Matt Stafford. Zach, who's your seven? This is a tough one. I'm going to go Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> okay. LeBron James doesn't make the cut, but Jalen Ramsey is number seven. Yeah. Eric, who's your eight? Matt Stafford. This is where you have Matt Stafford. Respect. This is where I am putting Shohei Otani. Trish? This is where I'm going to put Aaron Donald. Zach? Uh, I'm going Aaron Donald as well. Okay. A normal one. Hey. Eric, who's your nine? Shohei Otani. Okay, so this is where you have Otani. Uh, oof. My nine is probably Matthew Stafford now. Trish? I am absolutely racking my brain for other players. Is Kyle Kuzma still in L.A.? He is. The fuck it, Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> We're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Zach? <laughs> uh, for this one, I'll go Paul George. He's in there at the top ten. Absolutely amazing list. You do not have a single Laker in your list, and that is amazing to me. I don't have AD. I have AD. Do you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I said Oh, yeah, AD. he's your two. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Anthony Rendon and just got pissed off. Eric, who's your 10? I'm debating between a couple names here. 
My 10 is between two names. I'm between like three or four. And okay. I know I haven't said Aaron Donald yet, but that's because of the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to say Mookie Betts. Mm, that's who I am between in my 10. I'm between him and another person. And I'm going to, since you said Mookie Betts in yours, I'm going to go with a different 10 because I've neglected this sport completely in this list. I am saying Jonathan Quick. I was going to bring him up too. Is I, had my Kopitar, 10. I had Kopitar, Herbert, and Bellinger as names on my list. I almost put him oh, down. Oh, man, Herbert. Oh, Tony, since you went with Jonathan very much Quick, I'm going with Justin Herbert because yeah. I was literally thinking Herbert's name in my head. And I, then you said Quick, and I was like, oh, fuck, Quick, good. But you already had him, so fuck it. Give me I, I had Herbert on my list as a potential name, but I was like, it's too early, I think. Two-time champion, Jonathan Quick. American I'll just say this. A couple of years ago, David Beckham's on here. A couple of years ago, Ibrahimovic is on here. He's on here, too. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, Kobe's on the list. Yeah. Kobe, Shaq. Okay, that's uh, that's more than a couple Kobe, years ago with Shaq. Kobe more recently. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq is 20 damn years ago. <laughs> was he really? No, he's not. He was there in like 05. He was there 01 to 03. Blake yeah, Griffin's so probably high No, 2000 to 03. So 19 years ago. Yeah, just a couple Eight, years 18, ago. 19, you know. Just a couple. Hey, you go back 25 years, Gretzky. You also don't God, have any That's 27 guys. years. You don't have any football guys. Well, you don't have a football team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Simple as that. Zach, who's your 10? I'm going Mookie Betts. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm surprised I'm the only guy that went with Pujols. I totally forgot about him until you said it, and I didn't want to go with it again. And you forgot. Pujols a couple of years ago. Yeah. Not now. That's the thing. Him basically having a role player role. Yeah. He's just uh, there because he knows he he wants a ring. That's why he's there. The ring chase. He wanted to go back to the Cardinals. They basically said no. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be smart for them to do that. Yeah, but that does suck, though, because that's where he started everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got it. You're only allowed a certain amount of contracts. I also get why the Cardinals said no. Same. They're fighting for a spot. They they need every every spot they have is important. And hate to say, but Pujols wouldn't really elevate that team as they want as they want it to. Probably. Exactly. Probably. Uh, the Tigers just DFA'd Ramos. Really? Well, uh, just shout out to Jacob Barnes for letting up a grand slam to Fernando Tatis. And then you knew it was going to be a grand slam, too. <laughs> oh, I, oh, right as soon as he stepped up to the plate, it was over. I knew it was over. <laughs> that was a meatball. And then, you have, and then you have Rojas fucking letting me. Oh no, sorry. Uh, yeah, you have you have Rojas letting fucking uh, Familia. Familia pitch the most pitches he's had in four years, and, and he lets up three walks or a single and two walks. Like, who's the most competent coach in the New York market? It's Barry Trotz, right? No, it's Gerard Gallant now. Really? As a coach, that's game yet. The top two are the Islanders and the Rangers, Gallant and Trotz. Then probably Joe Judge. I put Rojas over that. They're Aaron Boone's playing. at the bottom. I put Thibodeau over Judge. Okay, I can see that. Aaron Boone's at the bottom. That's all I know. <laughs> We're performing. Tony's upset. 
He's awful. Terrible. Terrible. Man hit a home run and parlayed that into a job. Adam Gay, if Adam Gay still had coach of the Jets, he's, he's the worst, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tony's Tony, thinking that's, about it. That's a problem. Come on, man. Yes. I would say no. How? Solely because of the Yankees were expected to be a World Series team and they are currently one game over 500. The they Jets, the there were no expectations. The expectation was like 5 and 11. Yeah, that's true. Right. But he went 2 and 14. Oh, I'm sorry. The Yankees are supposed to have 100 wins, and currently they have one more win than losses, and it's June. Yeah. It's June 15th. Tony's ready to cancel the season already, which I never would have thought. Fourth will... in the division. Tony, we will lend you the cancel meter. Yeah, really. For this season. Fourth in the division. It's Only the Orioles are worse than the Yankees in the AL East. And I don't think it's by that much. <laughs> no, no. They got some distance. They I, got think, like I think it's like 12 games. It's a lot. <laughs> Which, granted, if the Orioles start playing, they can make up that ground. All they need is one good month. <laughs> they need Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey's going to start. Not happen, sorry. <laughs> So that's going to wrap this episode next week's or no, this Friday's shining stars will be the city of Chicago. The five teams that make up the Chicago market, the Cubs and the white Sox, the Blackhawks, the bears and the bulls. That's right. The Arlington Heights bears, the potentially Arlington Heights bears still think they're going to get something done with the city of Chicago and stay there. Uh, That'll be another top 10. It's going to be tough to find any bulls on that list. That's a 10 one, right? You said that's a 10. Okay. That's going to be tough to find. I don't understand. uh, I don't know. I don't understand why people make such a big deal when a team doesn't play in the city. Like I understand the bears have been playing in Chicago for like ever. No, it's not that. It's not that soldier field. It's soldier. It's the fact they've been playing at soldier field since it's the oldest stadium in in football since 1922, something like that. And you yeah. want to move them not only to a new stadium out of the city of Chicago. Soldier oh, Field. I think and the only time they the didn't part. play at Soldier Field was when it was undergoing renovations. Yes. Or, you know, the being Bears built. Been playing, the Bears have been playing in Soldier Field, this version, it said since 1971, but uh, it's been a lot earlier than that. Yeah, because they, there was a renovation in the, in the 60s, like late 60s. Yeah, there, was, there was a massive renovation. Where they basically uh, built a new stadium inside the pillars. And their most recent renovation, I think 2003, removed they fu- it they were from playing the, in Illinois. Yeah. It was delisted from the U.S. National Historic Landmarks list. Really? Because they did too much to it. Yeah. Which is what gives them permission, if they want to, to tear the building down. Now they can. Tough. Because I know the Bears played at Wrigley for a short period of time, too. Yeah, I'll say this. I can't stand the Packers. I wouldn't tear down Lambeau. Yeah. And it's not even as old as Soldier Field. And Trish, you said why people make a a big deal about teams not playing in the cities. I don't. But when San Francisco, the Niners are playing like 45 minutes to an hour outside of San Francisco. That's ridiculous. That's a a problem. Yeah, that's stupid. But I mean, like the Giants and the Jets don't play in New York City. They play in Jersey. Who makes a big deal out of that? Especially Nobody, the saying, Giants. 
I'm just saying that you look at like people flipping out because in my mind it was because Chicago was going to be not playing in Chicago. Like, okay, they're playing in a town right outside of Chicago. Yeah, that's not like they're not going to be the Chicago Bears anymore. They're still the Chicago Bears. No, the problem thing is the stadium. Yeah, I'll tell you this. If this is, I can guarantee you this. I can ask every Chicago Bears fan. They'll say the exact same thing. If they tear down Soldier Field and build a new stadium in that exact same spot, it's the exact same argument we're having right now. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. They could put it, yeah. They could put it in the same spot, and it would be the same thing. It's not Soldier Field. Not Soldier Field. The way I read it, it was just it seemed like people were more pissed that they were moving out of Chicago. It it would be different if if they were playing if they were playing at like United Stadium, named after United. I just did that because they the Blackhawks played the United Center. But if they're playing at United Stadium that was built in 1985, and then moving to Arlington Park, nobody would care. Nobody cares. Not nearly as much as knocking down Soldier Field. It's like the a Red Sox leaving Fenway. Of football. It's like the Red Sox leaving Fenway. Which they yeah, that would never happen. They tried. I it. still, I still can't believe but the Yankees left Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I, I can't believe they did that. that yeah, that, that's ridiculous too. Now there's rumors about a new Madison Square Garden. Well, that happens. That's different in my because that would be the fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. MSG is constantly moving. <laughs> it's not even on the same area it was when. No, it's not. It's built. not on the same spot anymore. Like, we it's can't even. On, it's not on Madison Square. No. No, it's MSG not. is just MSG because that's an iconic name. And granted, this one's been there for a long time now. I mean, here's the thing the Lakers moved out Since of the, what, form. the 50s. 68. This this massive square garden was sixty seven. Sixty seven, so yeah. Like it's not like the Madison Square Garden where uh uh Ali fought in MSG, right? I would in imagine the that's the same one. Arena. Yeah, that's the thing. Like this it's the same version, one? this version of MSG. Yeah. This version of MSG is much more iconic, I think, than the first couple because of so much that has happened in these three and the names and the rise of sports and live events that have happened since. Okay, okay. I, f- I figured out what the, what, where the Bears have played. So Soldier Field was built in 1922, but the Bears did not get there until 71. From 1920 until 1970, the Bears played at Wrigley Field. I, I feel like it would so be pretty what are they complaining about? Wait, hold on. So you're telling me. Soldier, Soldier Field was just there. No one played there. Soldier Field. Notre Dame played there. Yeah, no, they have no the argument Chicago, in my mind. The that Chicago Fire still played started there. in 1971. <laughs> Shut up. The Chicago Cardinals played there. The Bears, the, the Bears have been playing there off and on since 1960. Yeah, uh, no, stop it. What do you mean, no? Quit your belly aching. <laughs> you can't even name a football team that's played in a stadium other than the Green Bay Packers half that ah, long. That's not nice. 
I'm trying to think who else, though. Oh, the Bills. How long have the Bills been there? Probably since, like, the 60s, 70s. Bills have been there a while. But then you've got the other teams like Carolina, Jacksonville, um, that have just only played in their stadiums. They haven't played anywhere else. How long has Gillette been there? Gillette's been there since the early 2000s. Tuck Rule was in the old stadium. And that was funny because the Patriots almost moved to Hartford, Connecticut. No, nah, dude, the Bills, the stadium opened in 1973. Yeah. Yeah, so 73. 73. That's a while. That's a good amount of time. I'll tell you this. I factor in the Oakland Coliseum if the Raiders are still there. Oh, definitely. Well, the A's are part of that, too. Yeah. A's have been there forever, and they're talking about moving. Well, if we're talking about, like, baseball teams, there's a shit ton of baseball teams that have been there same. Really? Only four four big ones, and that's the Red Sox with Fenway, the Dodgers with Dodger Stadium, the Cubs with Wrigley, and the Angels with Angel Stadium. I mean, you could throw Oakland in there, but I think Oakland's on their way out. Granted, like, the history is cool and everything, Mm -hmm. but, like, if the Polo Grounds and Ebbets Field and, like, all these other places were still around today, we would all just be going there cursing them for not building a new stadium because of how shitty the stadium is. Yeah. I remember going to Yankees game, an old Yankee stadium, and everybody was like, man, this place sucks. Everything's falling apart. The yep. shit's on the floor. Like, they, they used to have troughs in the bathroom that you peed in. It needed – Stupid a, shit like that. It needed renovation. It did not need a replacement. That's the problem. Well, no. My problem with what they did was they tore down Yankee Stadium yep. and then built an exact replica on the other side. Yeah. If you were just going to make the same fucking stadium again, why didn't you just renovate the first one? That's the problem. That's actually my problem with the Oakland Coliseum. Now, again, granted, the Raiders in Vegas is probably going to be a massive success, but I can guarantee you that Oakland was one of the most loyal fan bases in sports. By far. The Coliseum was never built uh, for football. For football. So it's understandable that they wanted to get the fuck out. Now, with the, with the Raiders leaving, there should be no reason that Oakland cannot renovate the Coliseum to make it a baseball-only ballpark. Baseball-only field. Yes, absolutely. Just that giant section in center field, the giant Mount Davis, just take it out. Yep. Take it out. And that's that. So, Chicago is the next episode uh, – next episode, yeah. Yeah, the next episode, Too Many Men. That's going to take place on Friday. The 10 biggest stars in the city of Chicago. Boys, prepare your list. Uh, Tony's power went out, so I've been, you know, asked to do the outro. Uh, you can see all of our episodes of Too Many Men. We record Tuesdays, Fridays. All of them are up on SoundCloud or wherever we get your podcasts. So that is going to do it. We're going to do Shining Stars for the City of Chicago on Friday. And we will see you all for the next episode of Too Many Men.